0: Uh, and on the horizon, uh, you can see from where the comet landed uh, a, a trail of smoke and what looks to be the the despairing souls of the Earth welling up from beneath the crust. Yeah,
1: <laughs> the, that, that's in the distance. Whoa, let's not go over there. The zombies? Yeah, it's creepy. So, uh, no, like the despairing
0: soul of the earth, like the very, the core of the earth, if it had a spirit is now.
2: Earth zombies. You smoke a
1: lot of pot.
3: <laughs> the earth is despairing. <laughs> uh, before we go check out the trail to the comet, Bio break? Yeah. All right. Sounds good
0: getting back into it from the bio break mouths full of kettle corn we return to find our heroes having uh traversed the landscape via some method let's just do a retrospective on how you got there because fuck rolling to get there How, how
2: do you guys travel fast to the place we—I uh, think we, we ran. A guy shoots, crashed. Urad shoots out a little bit of lightning behind him as he runs. Oh. Um, it doesn't work, but like he thinks it looks really cool. Urad,
4: Urad,
0: alone. Fucking goddamn it. You two are like passing in a hallway awkwardly. Clayton, <laughs> go first.
3: Uh, is using the gravity, his amplified gravity powers, to make himself lighter so he can just run really fast.
2: Shield man, have you ever considered using gravity to surf on one of your shields?
3: No, they did not ever consider that before. And, uh, Burke here is going to attempt to do just that. Or I don't make know. Make
0: me a roll. Irwin's you want to assist it? <laughs> yeah,
2: I assumed. Do you want to assist him in any way, Irwin?
3: He rolled a seventeen.
2: Does that sound like Irwin? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, luckily he doesn't need any because yeah.
0: he rolled fucking seventeen again. Woo!
2: Uh, so,
0: of just ha- but because of just how much power you have, you actually charge up his shields just by touching him. Ah. Uh, it's like one of those uh, phone charge pads that I assume are black magic. Where you can just put your phone on the pad and it charges. Oh, I
3: can confirm they that. Are.
0: Uh <laughs> as a physicist, Clayton can confirm that.
3: Not like it's an inductive physics or electrons or never mind.
0: Yeah, I will never mind. I will never mind that. Uh but it, it charges and it, it it charges it with a polarity of some sort that turns it into a hoverboard. With your gravity, he static shocked Woo, it.
3: Cue the eighties music.
0: No, Eli, cue you, the eighties music. All right, uh,
2: I'll uh, wait. Uh, Not yeah. now, yeah, but uh, I'll, I'll in, in, in the post. edit,
0: I'm thinking uh, right "Power now, of Love." If you're
2: listening to the podcast. You're hearing some banging eighties music. <laughs>
0: all right, now that we got our banging eighties music, we're surfing down through the landscape. And how's Ardua getting along? Well,
1: okay, well, she's briefly <laughs> looking up the My static, <laughs> the static shock theme song. <laughs> But if you had let me go first, I would have said that <laughs> I was going to land my spaceship on uh, uh uh Burke and then like travel ahead by just like setting my consciousness to the different like computer things she sees. So I'm, I'm like kind of always like scouting ahead, but my like physical little like, you know, computer ship is like going with Burke. Cool. All right, so if you're picturing this in your head,
0: what it looks like is basically what uh They thought the 90s, the 90s thought the internet was going to look like (laughs) where a dude's like surfing on a hoverboard as they look around and like amber lights blink to the music ahead and different things as you pass by destroyed technology. So not quite what the 90s thought the internet was going to look like. (laughs) But like what somebody who's very depressed might, the, the horrifying parts of the internet might look like. Uh, so it's blinking along. You guys are surfing. You're going up and down mountains and over valleys. I'm and... shooting
2: lightning everywhere. Uh,
0: but as you get closer and closer, the the heat increases. You start to sweat. Your your beard runnels with uh, manly sweat, Burke and
4: mm, Erwitt. You yes.
0: perspire lightly since you're not actually doing that much physical labor. I'm not doing anything. Uh there's there's less and less technology for you to jump to uh, you got to do larger and larger spaces Arjuna like kind of straining your ability to jump between oh, points I don't want to
1: get lost what if I go someplace and they move too fast and I can't catch up Well you can always jump back to your little spaceship Oh but I like, just okay okay I'm just, I don't know how this works I'm scared Uh yeah it's it's uncertain I've never been so uh, free before even though I'm still in a kind of a cage I'm, I'm free in a sense the, yeah, What? That, why does the cage bird sing? Because uh, uh, she can teleport to different cages temp, uh, you know, instantaneously if she wants.
3: I don't know, Maya Angelou.
1: I, I did a book report on that once, yeah. and
0: uh, I think that was the reason. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, and as you guys, uh, it looks like a mountain uh, rises ahead of you, a range of mountains that just looks like it's just continuing to grow. But these mountains are unlike any mountains you have ever seen. They are made of interlocking, kind of, uh, like a... It has a uh, bioluminescent sheen to it, but is clearly some type of metal and uh, is made of interlocking triangles that just go from massive, uh, huge one that rises almost like a head many miles above you, but stretching along through a body... Uh, that has 333 legs and Whoa. goes all the way down. And each one of these legs is tipped with a massive drill that is boring Ugh. into the flesh of the earth and ripping past the layered technology that coats every part of the world of Numenera.
4: This is
2: almost exactly how someone described a Salvia trip to me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, And then you wake up and Doug is like, whoa, man,
0: like you should probably sit down for a while. And now we're going to role play uh, you smoking salvia in Duluth. (laughs) Um,
2: That's the perfect place to smoke salvia. (laughs) That's the only place I've heard people talk about it.
0: Um, Each of these giant boring legs is uh, the size of a a large (laughs) building. Badger 288. Um, uh, yes, it is, it's, uh, there's a, a 333 Badger 288s attached to each one of these legs, and uh, you, like, come to a stop. You skid to an awesome halt, and dust flies up as, on top of a cliff uh, as you look <laughs> down on one of these legs that uh, is throwing up just acres of soil and
1: metal and steel. Guys, and... guys
2: let's go home. These legs are boring.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Duh>.
1: <laughs> can I Wait, can Ardua sense these sort of, like, computer technology she should, can jump to on this giant, like, death centipede? That'd be really
2: easy if you can just take control of it and fly it away, please. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no!
1: Just go to a different <laughs> planet.
0: Uh, wait, it does look like a centipede, but the front of it, rises, it's like a centauripede, centipede, like, it, it rises up and has, like, uh, two massive drills that are, like, uh, arms and uh, torso that rises up. And uh, there's so, distant, so far distant that it's uh, almost as tall as the Godlight. light. Uh, you can see some type of head-type structure way on up there.
1: We should, we should get our spaceship thing. What, why did we lose oh, that our spa- again? Our spaceship blew up. up. Oh, I wasn't in that world, so I forgot.
0: Like so many things in recent memory, it exploded. <laughs> uh, and like Burke, you, you're, you're pulsing uh, with your hoverboard. You're not actually flying. So uh, yeah. you don't think you could fly like straight up. And Ardua, you can sense points like uh, to your eyes. Uh, you're from the little ship in Burke's beard. Um, you see like points that you could go to along it, but these legs are easily a mile uh to like three to four miles long. So you could Ooh. get on you can get onto points within the leg, but uh not up into the main body.
1: Someone slingshot me to the legs.
3: I will. Burke's gonna slingshot Ardua. What
1: I- what uh, is the capabilities of the thing she's in again? I know it has speakers and it's got like an amber light and <laughs> it's a does it's a and floating it, speaker and a tiny tractor beam. Okay, it can, it can fly, kind of like it can hover. Yes.
0: Okay. Uh, I would say durability low on a scale of oh, one Oh, this is so like my last Fuck body. you.
3: I think all right here. Uh, Berkier is gonna speak to Irwitt, and he might possibly need to explain himself afterwards. <laughs> but um. <Okay. clears throat> Uh, what do you think about the supercharging your little friend here so that we can launch her up to the highest height over there and control the big thing? By that's which that's a mean,
2: marvelous idea.
3: Does Erwin actually understand what Berkir was asking?
2: Uh, Something about shooting lightning at a spaceship, and he's totally down with it.
3: Mm, sort of, essentially. <laughs> All right, what Berkir wants to do is supercharge uh Arjua's little speaker pod ship and then supercharge himself with his gravity powers and just see if we can, like, fling Ardua way up towards the head of this thing. Woo!
0: Let's do it. All right, this is, like, basically almost suborbital. Like, it is very, very far up above. So, uh, let's do well, it. Well, that's
3: why I'm going to apply effort.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to try a little I'm going to put some elbow grease on this one. Okay, here
3: you go. Right. How do we – how do uh, it work? Because I know we did, like – we would did be rolling, something If you're in... trying
0: to just chuck her, you'd be rolling might. Irwit could roll, like, uh, whatever he's been rolling, speed or int. For, I mean, I'm not,
3: I'm not just chucking her. I'm using, like, a gravity chuck with my <laughs> super <'cause>, – <laughs> We've okay, been making Erwitt... that might, too. All right, all right, all right, if we're... you want to might it, just might it up. Well, Erwitt, Erwitt has super lightning powers, and I have super gravity powers. What so I'm
2: forgetting – What you're forgetting, Burke, is that in addition to a lightning super soldier, I am also an educated man. Um, uh, Would you please put one of your shields on this log over here? Uh, And uh, Erwitt is going to try and make a rudimentary catapult that will give us... Not to just a you know, not just that we're God's advantage, but like a mechanical advantage. Give me a lever long enough and I will
0: move a tiny robot up to the top of a bigger robot.
2: Yeah, Aristotle said
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> right. In the third age. That was the third Aristotle to happen. Yeah. He was a robot. Robostotle. Uh, th- three Aristotle. <laughs> three uh, era triple, maybe? Oh? No? Okay. Robostotl. Uh, Tristot. Tristot. <laughs> what up, Trystot? Uh, Regardless,
3: Berkier is down.
0: All right, dude, make me rolls. All right. Effort.
3: I got a seventeen with Jesus. two levels of effort.
2: Uh, you, our our friends watching at home won't be able to see this, but that's a that's a one. <laughs> <laughs> So As it happens, Irwin <laughs> doesn't know anything about making catapults. So. <laughs> uh, no. But, uh, Burke
0: gets the idea, and so he puts it on it and just basically makes it so that Ardua has no gravity. Like, she only would be affected by momentum that he gives her. Oh, nice. And uh, Burke stomps on his shield, shooting it perfectly, an arc that would be sending it straight up to the top of the robot. And then uh, erwin blows it out of the sky like ski shooting. <laughs> Just, <laughs> <boosh>! <laughs> and like little pieces rain down,
1: sadly, to like <clears throat>
4: did, the
1: dust. Did Arjuna get close enough? I could jump to at least like one of the leg things. Yes, leg... So you did get, uh, and you find
0: yourself on actually a, uh, some type of, Monitoring device, some type of like uh, intruder alert, early detection. You've got a bunch of sensor arrays that you can access uh, from this one, and uh, but there's an occupant in it, and it looks like a like a mouse with huge ears and big <laughs> eyes, and uh, it's standing in front of this information. Like you can sense that in this like uh, it's like a desert landscape with barren. Uh, triple moons above in the sky. Uh, You can sense that behind, in the cave, behind this giant mouse creature is the information of the uh, exterior world, but you can't access it with the creature in the way.
2: Well, I mean, I know it's destroying the world, but don't take it out on the cute little mouse.
1: He's like a metaphorical computer mouse that's a program or something. I don't know, all computers in this world are like... Fuck them up. Yeah. You're,
0: you're in fucking Tron. How hard is it that you're in Tron? You're the, clearly, I'm just ripping off movies. You're just not painting the pictures for me, man. But, oh, fucking, these words, you want more adjectives,
1: Alex? I will. Oh, Adject fuck Tibbs. Okay, uh, okay, I, I, I accept I'm fighting a rat program. And you don't have to
0: fight it, I'm just saying you can't access things without taking over the program. Okay,
1: Ardva's gonna go talk nicely to him.
0: <laughs> all right, what does she say?
1: She says, hey, um, I need to get different to a different spot. I'm trying to go up. Um, can, you, can I get around you and just, I need to touch that for like a second, and then I'll be out of your way, and you can just uh, keep doing your thing. Okay, Arjua tries squeaking, um, and she's using all her knowledge from the Emperor's New Groove to communicate with rodents. Uh, squeaker, squeak, squeaker, son, squeak, squeak. The, the
0: mouse program bows to you as you've uh, entered the password correctly. <laughs> and uh, you Makes can crunk. now access the, the uh, audio and video feeds uh, of this um, set of scanners on the outside of the leg of the great behemoth.
1: So I'm actually, I'm like, Coming up and then boring down into the earth again and coming up again. I'm
0: like, whoa. Yeah. Well, honestly, like the, it's so big that the movement it just seems colossally slow to you. Like it, the drill is just steadily going down. It's such like a so boring
1: you, channel. <laughs> you're,
0: you're 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 getting on level with the cliff uh, that the other two are staying on, and you can see them. Can I blink at
1: them? You think they'll be able to see me? Blink uh, more Morse code blinking. <laughs>
0: Um, What? Well, let's see what Burke and Erwitt do of their own volition. You just, Erwitt, you just blown Archie was capacitor out of the sky.
2: Ooh, it's possible I don't know very much about catapults.
3: Uh, Burke here, since he's so good at climbing, he's gonna attempt to, like, grab-climb his way up this thing since his catapult idea was ruined. You uh, don't even know uh, if I'm alive. I don't know, he's gonna, like, leap onto the... I, I guess I mean this thing is fucking huge but he's going to leap onto the back of the giant beast and try and start climbing up towards its head.
0: All right, uh you could get up onto its leg, you probably couldn't get onto its bag. Its bag is basically a mountain range.
3: Oh. So well, you, you
0: you could jump from the cliff like onto a uh, uh, cliff onto its leg.
3: He's going on the leg. All right. He's
0: so using- you uh, I would say with your gravity powers, it's a pretty easy leap for you to carry <laughs> Erwitt across.
3: Uh, he rolled a natty 22.
0: Uh, so you jump far and ahead, and actually, Arju, you feel strain as uh, Erwitt and Burke get farther away from you. They've almo- He leaped so far that it's almost outside your radius from them. Oh. Uh, you can feel other points that you could go to. But uh, this one is almost too distant.
1: Okay, um, I turn around and politely ask uh, the rat, um, what's the fastest way uh, going through computer terminals to get to the head of this giant uh, death machine? Oh yeah, I gotta gotta convert again, don't I? Okay, uh, squeak, squeaker, squeak, 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 death robot. Squeak, squeak. And like the mouse, uh, its eyes start to
0: flash like an alarm symbol. Oh. And uh, you can see, rising up out of the desert sand uh, is like a cobra made out of cobras. It's, it's, an, <laughs> it's an, a cobraception. Uh, it's this snake and each one of its scales is a smaller snake's head. And it's serpentining towards you. Uh, Obviously, some type of antiviral software that's coming to destroy you. Okay.
1: Um, I'm just going to jump to the nearest point um, that's going up.
0: All right, so you jump uh, further ahead. Uh, You can actually uh, sense that you're pretty close to Burke and Irwitt who have landed. And as they land, uh, hatches pop open and figures rise from them. They look almost uh, simian, like apes of some sort. And Mm. they are covered with like a thick black hair. But each one of them ends in a glowing red point. Mm. And uh, they're, you know, very large, bulky. They basically look like Burke, but probably a little (laughs) bit larger. Mm. And uh, they have medieval style weapons with LEDs put them <laughs> on them in fashionable ways, uh, and uh, one of them comes in with a morning star and swings down at
3: Burke's face. Burke, make me roll. Burke lifts the block. He rolls an eight.
0: Ah, uh, you—it does. You take three points of physical damage as the. Catches your beard and you take three points of beard damage. No, uh, it, the tangled knots. The, the, you lose the the crown of flower, of cat cables that <laughs> the little girl gave you, and take two points of spirit damage too. No, <laughs> um, take two points of morale damage, uh, and Damn gain it. anger.
4: So. so
3: angry.
0: So
1: many stats in this game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and where you can see Ardua is there's a, uh, heron, like a giant, you're standing in about waist deep water for you and a heron that's about the same size as you are is, uh, striding through the water and in the water you can kind of see the murky shapes of these simian creatures and your friends and the (coughs) heron stabs its laser beak down through the water at the image of Burke. And you can see lancing out uh, some like some type of force beam uh, that. Uh, and Burke, make me roll.
3: Uh, Burke will roll a 14.
0: Uh, you catch it on your shields and you absorb it. <laughs> uh, but clearly, this is some type of, of defense turret. And I keep saying clearly, as if it should be clear, <laughs> but it is a defense turret. Now it's clear. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, you know,
2: you know, it's a waterfowl defense turret so <laughs> This is
0: how Ar- Ardua was a, was a, a zoologist before all this. I made that choice for you, Alex. <laughs> okay. This is how she's uh imagining it's how her brain's dealing with the computer world. She just
1: like she had a bunch of stuffed animals when she was, you know, you know, not a, a sunk in the bottom of the ocean. So that's how she is, is actually seeing these things. Um, plush toys. Yeah, they're actually they're they're not actual animals. They're like yeah, plush versions of the animals you're describing. Um, but <laughs> I also am very scared that 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 thing is gonna hurt my friends. So I'm gonna try and sh- send out my mind rays and explode this heron's brain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Make me a roll. Text out. Thirteen. You punch it right in the face. You, nice. just, you give it a, a, you're a southpaw, and you give it a saw left hook. It was looking for the right, and so you cold clock it. And it, it completely straightens up in a comical manner and then
2: tips back into the water. And uh, it's in laser. In last 90 seconds, Ardua has become a left-handed zoologist. sure. <laughs> <laughs> South sure. Southpaw. <laughs> southpaw zoologist. Uh, and the, the
0: laser beak falls away from its face, and uh, Ardua, you catch it, and uh, now you are able to do things. But it's Erwitt's turn.
2: Uh, Erwitt would like to... Um... She appears to be hitting the fan, as it were. Yeah, uh, uh, actually,
0: at, well, uh, Burke is blocking the lasers in front. Two more simians with shimitars.
1: Simientars. Simitars. Simitars?
0: Shimitars. <laughs> <Simitars. laughs> um, they are... Sneaking around the back, and they're right now they're leaping towards Irwitt and uh, Burke's exposed backside.
2: Still my turn, though, right? Yes. Cool. Uh, so Irwin's got a, uh, as you will recall, last session he picked up a, a countermeasure. This is a small, light, shiny biological nodule, and when it broke, it, when it's broken, it adds one point of armor against physical damage for ten minutes. Irwin, having no armor of his own, thinks that's probably a good idea, so he he smashes it. And uh, a cool little, uh, a cool little field sort of surrounds him for a little bit. Uh,
0: didn't I make it so that that was a you grew chitin? I think I said that in the second one.
2: God damn it! You're right. <laughs> all right. He grows some chitin. <laughs> Yay! God damn it!
0: Uh, and it, it grows. It, it basically it makes you like you're uh, basically a hermit crab on top of Burke's <laughs> back. Uh, so your arms are still free, but your the rest of your body's kind of encased. In a hard shell on his back, so that armor will also serve Burke. Uh, and th- but I'll give you another action if you want to do it, because that's just like crushing a capsule. Superb.
2: Uh, yeah. No. And I would like to. Um, I mean, I'm gonna try an onslaught on uh, one of these simian guys that's coming up behind me. I'm really. I'm. I'm kind of three PO in it here. I'm hanging out on the back of Chewbacca. <laughs> shooting people. Um, and uh, onslaught. And I imagine in my current. Uh, buffed state, my onslaughts look a hell of a lot like a badass bolt of lightning that shoots out and hits them, right?
0: Oh yeah, you you rolled Shami, you got some chain lightning going on here Solid. if you roll well enough.
2: Solid. Let's uh, let's apply a level of effort because I haven't been rolling well enough. Uh, we get uh, that's a seven. <laughs> All right, so you mm. d- you blast one
0: of the simian, uh with the scimitars and uh, the hair all burns away and it looks like there's some kind of bio skin over but uh, within is a robot body and uh you burn right through it and the other one you uh like it kind of gets a little bit of the static when starts to all the hair stands on end and it looks like a big puff ball with a sharp point coming down towards you and uh, make me a roll to avoid that as a hermit crab
2: would, <laughs> I guess, duck and cover. Yeah, no, I'm just going into my shell.
0: <laughs> Eleven. Uh, all right, so it doesn't hit you, but it does stab Burke a bit. So Burke, takes two more points of physical damage. Uh, uh, cool with this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and now uh, we're going to the top of the order with Burke.
3: All right, Uh Burke here doesn't like this big pokey puff ball that's come down at him, and he's gonna turn his attention to that Simeon and smash it with his shield.
4: <laughs>
0: really a solve all for Burke, the shield I mean, smash.
3: When you're a man with two shields, not so many battle options.
0: Every <laughs> everyone here when you've got two shields, everything looks like a thing that should be shielded from. Uh, that metaphor doesn't work quite as well.
3: Offensive shielding.
0: So, uh, yes, roll roll to smash.
3: You rolled a nineteen.
0: Jesus! <laughs> uh, so you smash him down the leg, and uh, the uh, this is right at a moment where a bunch of these other simians that were coming up, they were like, uh, they were serpentine going <laughs> dodging back and forth as they jumped up the leg towards you, but you hit it right at the moment when a bunch of them were lined up, and he just flies back <laughs> and you just get knocked off.
2: Note to self bowling sound effect here.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you turn to the one that was that uh, hit, hit the morning star at you and it uh, is backing away. Obviously, it's very, it, some part of its programming can still feel fear. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, Good. And uh, now, Ardua, you are in the heron pond with a laser beak.
3: Hmm.
0: <laughs> I do have a laser beak.
1: But also, what would it be like to be a monkey? So I think I should try and uh, take over one of those robot monkeys and then walk around with those people.
0: Uh, actually, you can, uh, without you, you, feel like in your normal body, it would have been a mind that there would have been a mind in there that you could slice. But despite its robot body, it apparently has some kind of biological brain because you don't feel a, a node that you can jump to within these.
1: Oh, I'm sorry that you have the infinite options of a computer world. She just sees the body and she has to make it my, hers. You're
0: going to be incorporeal pretty much the whole time. I want you to come to terms with that. It's going to be a bunch of animal metaphors that you just do it. But I'm going to use
1: it. a giant lace beam to shoot as many different apes as possible. All right. Is that so hard? Was it, Alex? It's just Roll. It's, you took my freedom. I rolled a 17 again. All of a sudden,
0: a bunch of these simians no longer have faces or Woo! heads to put nice. on, their faces on. Some of them have faces, but no heads. Other ones have faces and no heads. I said the same thing twice, but you get the idea. Uh, the, the face-to-head ratio is not great for these guys. Not what they <laughs> prefer. And they fall to pieces and tumble down the leg. And the, the pathway is clear and you can see uh, that at the juncture of the leg to the body, which is still about maybe a mile or two above you, uh, is, looks to be some type of aperture that leads into the body of the beast. The belly of the beast.
3: To the aperture. <laughs> hey. The
0: cut to the aperture. Uh, uh, Archie is jumping along from node to node and point jumping, to point. Jumping, jumping. Uh, and you you're just climbing up, occasionally bashing simians as they assault you. But with your hermit crab lightning shooter routine, you guys are able to keep them at bay. Uh, and at the door, there's uh, there's a some type of numenera code flowing across it Uh, the entire surface of the uh, door is coated in this different symbols that flow like water like a water feature in a fancy business office Mm.
3: Well, (laughs) Irwin did really well the last time there were symbols on a door he did a great job at translating them so I'm going to leave this in his capable hands
2: Okay, woods, yes I remember those from my time in academia. I'm aware. You go ahead and roll. It's an eleven.
0: Uh, you are stymied. You have this is this is something out of the first or second age, very ancient. <laughs> it's English. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's actually the instruction manual on how to make a ramen just repeated over and over again. No, that's not true. Uh it but you have no idea. How to translate this, or how to interact with it in any meaningful way that you would find fulfilling? I in mean, a... I
2: know one meaningful way to interact with stuff: <laughs> charges up lightning. <laughs> uh, but Arjo, would you like to attempt
0: to get into the door?
1: Sure. What animal is guarding this door? <laughs> it's a.
0: Uh, I didn't think of an animal It's it's a... <laughs> <laughs> it's a sloth. With a visor cap that's sitting on an (laughs) old-timey switchboard,
1: and it's just clicking switches in and out. please. (laughs) How fast is he moving? Real slow. Okay, I want to just run up and, like, move his hands away from where he was trying to reach, and then push him out of (laughs) his (laughs) chair. The sloth slowly slumps to the floor, like, doesn't even fight you. I'm going to just him, like, a foot foot away, so I have, like, like an hour time.
0: (laughs) I see slowly moving back towards you. Uh, and uh, you go, and then the door opens up.
2: Excellent. I see I have once again mastered the door.
0: <laughs> you th- You basically shook your lightning fist at it. <laughs> it knew what was coming.
3: <laughs> All right. We're, we're entering. Enter the aperture.
0: Enter the aperture? All
3: yeah. right.
0: Ah, so you guys step within, and it's a long hallway. And at the end of the long hallway is a massive room, and it within is a churning pit of orange goo, Orange. and orange. that that orange. sparkles with lightning, and uh, that the uh, and at the very bottom you see some type of glowing, very important looking. Thing, <laughs> something. It looks <laughs> like it. Could, cast. It looked like it could be some type of glowing boss weak point. Oh, okay. You guys, if you guys didn't know, you're shadow of the Colossus in right now. Alex yeah. is Alex is trotting while you guys shadow of the Colossus.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, pay
2: attention to that orange lightning goo. That seems like the important part.
3: Uh, I'm going after this glowing weak point. I'm gonna. It, it's tr- at the
0: bottom of the goo.
2: So oh, you okay. need to jump into the goo. Oh, uh, I'm going to uh, tentatively zap it with a little bit of lightning. See if I can, like, I want to, like, get its lightning attuned with the frequency of my lightning because that's how lightning works. And it does can, in my like, world. I a have minute.
0: a very basic grap- grasp of how things work.
2: It seems to me that if I tune its lightning to my lightning, I can jump into the lightning without peril. All right. And. <laughs> I rolled a three. I haven't. I, my average <laughs> roll on this session is like is like five point one. All right, so on the low end of the
0: curve, uh, you managed to excite the lightning, get it feeling a little frisky. It starts to zap back and <laughs> forth across quicker, and uh, it looks like it would be it'd be a tough swim to get down to that bottom without at least taking a little bit of getting a
3: taste. Mm. All right, uh, Berkier is going to approach and he's going to dip his shields, just the tip, uh, into the goo, and then he's going to use his gravity powers to part the goo, much like Moses <laughs> the Red Sea.
2: We're all moses in today. Yeah. Uh, may, I, may I remind those who may have forgotten that the bottom of Burke's shields are also coated with the memories when he stuck it into a pool earlier. Oh, shit, sunlight. that's right. So, all right. Um, I think that is guaranteed to succeed given that <laughs> uh, make, make me a roll anyway <laughs> there burke all right i'll i'll that'll
0: count as like two levels of effort for, because uh, of memories <laughs> and because Ale, er, eli remembered <laughs>
3: burke rolled a <A4>. four <laughs> all right
0: <laughs> so basically you think that if uh you like it bends away from your shields and if you were to tuck yourself in tight around your shields you could jump in and you would, like, slowly descend without the goo touching you. You'd, like, keep it away, but it would seal above over your head.
3: I'm gonna do that. All I'm right,
0: gonna. so are you still Kirk, on his back,
2: Erwitt? It's been good working with you. Thank you for making this sacrifice so that I may do awesome things. Uh, and make make me a roll, Erwitt. Make
0: me a roll to uh, be able to get out of that chitinous armor that you sealed to... Oh, uh, shit.
2: Burke. But first, let me eject myself. 17. First good roll of the day. Uh, and
0: you're you, you are able to, you can detach it, but you can't get yourself out of it, or you choose not to, <laughs> I hope, so that you can just hermit crab it along. Oh, uh, sure. But no, you can totally jump off if you want to, uh, yep. or you can descend with him, whatever you want to do.
2: Nope.
0: No. <laughs> okay. So uh, Burke jumps in. And uh, as soon as you do, uh, like, you can see the lightning playing around your little bubble that you've managed to encapsulate yourself in. But also, you see something swimming towards you, mm-hmm. and it's a uh, it's a shoal of luminescent piranha. And they uh, <laughs> jump into the little bit of air that you have and, then like, try to nibble at you, and then they fall away back into the goo, and they're just... Swarming around you.
2: All right, Erwitz gonna take another. If I have, if it's my turn, I'm gonna take another chance and try and redirect the lightning away from Burke and onto the piranhas. Well, I think uh, it,
0: it's
1: Arduous' turn. Yeah. Yeah. I think Arduous gonna look for. Uh, I don't really even need to be involved in this room. It seems like I just need to find more robots to jump to. So I'm gonna try and see, feel all the ones in the two mile radius around me. There aren't
0: any. What? There's no <laughs>
1: robots. Uh, no. Um,
0: you, <laughs> you You uh, you you can feel the programming that can that controls the goo levels, and uh, you can see that there's a there's a uh, a yak. There's a yak that controls the temperature of the goo and keeps it at a, a solid uh, forty-seven degrees Celsius, whatever that is. <laughs> what? Um, and, uh, yeah, that, and then you can also uh, – the, the, each of the piranha mines uh, is uh, like a very small node that you could take control of.
1: Yeah, piranhas I can do it, but monkey robots I can't. <laughs> so many rules.
0: These, okay. Yeah, these are clearly completely uh, technological and not
1: bio in any sense. Okay, I'm going to try and control the piranhas – and see if they want to just all jump out of the goo and lay and flop on the ground. All right, make me a
0: roll for that. Uh, but meanwhile, there's the, you're, you're, the shoal you're controlling is not the only one. There are multiple ones that are coming in from different directions as Burke slowly sinks down towards the glowing weak point. Well, I rolled an 8. Uh, so you managed to get half. Half of the piranha are yours and half of them are rebel piranha. Okay, tell them to turn on each other. (laughs) They they, they start to rip each other to pieces. And as one dies, you jump to another one. And uh, you can only control about, like, six of them at a time. But uh, each one is just ripping itself to shreds. And as uh, the final six are there, you turn towards the other shoals and swim towards them. And, Burke, you continue to sink. Uh... And Arju make me a general roll to just fight off piranha, while Irwit uh, makes me a roll to attune his lightning, whatever the fuck that means.
2: Uh, 10. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I rolled a ten. I'm glad I did. That was an eighteen. Okay, so uh, Burke, you took about two
0: points of damage from the mm-hmm. piranha uh, nibbling okay. at you, but the uh, between Ardua's efforts at subverting the piranha regime and erwitt uh you, you stick your hands in it that's what you didn't have contact before but you can you basically it feels like the entire pool is just one appendage for you now like it you can feel in the same way that your nerves relate sensations you can feel everything that's in the pool uh, – Burke's movement feels like swallowing, like a uh, oh. uh, walnut.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> all right. Shut up, guys. Uh, but and you can also control it in the same way you would flex a muscle and you just crush out all the piranha at once. Woo. And psh, psh, they are – fl- they become little fuzzy, fizzy bits. It feels like uh, drinking a Perrier water. Um lo- Irwin
2: <laughs> loves doing that.
0: <laughs> and uh Burke you get to the weak point and it turns out to be uh a a body.
3: <gasps> Whose body?
0: Uh it it looks like a body like like a perfectly formed uh asexual human of just some type of uh past some type of <laughs> like uh, I mean, as drawn in the Numenera books, people still look kind of like people, but this looks like the, like a, any any dude you'd see on the street, but asexual and perfect. So we're talking like <laughs> Adam, just created by God, sort of looking dude before he got a rib and
1: had the bone. Eve girls. showed up.
3: All right. Well, the, viewing this perfect being, Berkier of course wants to kill it. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it looks like it might be doing evil. I, I but wanna... it's uh
0: it's, it's a Lenin line in state sort of deal. So uh, it's in, <laughs> there's a there's a kind of an enclosure coffin thing over it that's uh, translucent.
3: Okay. Uh, does the body like is it conscious or is it just like I guess you like you said lying <laughs> like Lenin in his tomb? <laughs> yeah. Um, but
0: there's a but there's a like silvery hair. What you took to be silvery hair is actually like a fine nest of cables that are running into uh, the bottom of its coffin. Oh, let and me control it. Uh, okay. Once again, real brain, Alex. You have limitations. I don't that's, like them.
2: That's how Ardua adventure right works. I was Alex killed all the piranha. Where is Ardua?
1: She's back into the doorway, I guess. Or the goo chamber, maybe. She's howling back with and forth. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you and that sloth are playing cards. It's really boring. Oh my
1: <laughs> god, sloth. he's only played one card. We're playing magic. He's only got one one mana. <laughs>
3: he's
1: in the process of tapping it.
3: Uh, okay, Berkir is going to uh, sever the silver threads, hairs, cables. Doesn't matter to him. He wants to disconnect this being. He knows not whether it is to save it or to destroy the greater being. But he's going to sever those cables.
2: Ambiguous.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, make, make, me a, make me a smash roll, Burke.
3: Smash roll. He rolled in 11.
0: All right. So you hit it with one shield. It's like uh, cracks, shatter, and then you hit it with another one. And as you do, uh, it's – and you pull back your shield uh, and the air of the – the small pocket of air that you created, the goo flows down into the uh, coffin and fills it up and the bean wakes up. Its eyes are pure white and it starts – Behaving much as any drowning person would with the flailing and the pounding upon the coffin oh. and just
1: This is more matrix stuff.
0: <laughs> kind of ish.
3: Inspired by.
0: Ah, uh, and it and it's pounding and then the flailing gets weaker and weaker and slows and then finally stops. And the sensation of downward movement that you've been getting from the leg this whole time, it kind of passed to the back of your mind. uh, It stops. And actually, you feel like a shuddering jolt as it seems like this leg has been disabled in whatever capacity it was
2: moving before. One down, 332 to go.
0: (laughs) But actually, you feel like uh, that same shudder continue to pass and Ardua if you jump to an outside camera and toss him a mouse uh, <laughs> you can see that uh, this the, the domino effect has taken hold and it looks like all the legs on this side have more or less started to shut down some of them are still sporadically going but it does look like you've uh, taken out a large portion of whatever this machine was trying to do cool <laughs> um, <laughs> all right uh do you want a bio again real quick i can actually gotta pee so now that you guys have uh escaped the goo chamber i won't make you do any more goo related role play <laughs> um but you guys are you're racing through different the catacombs of this creature's inner crevices absolutely uh, and at the same you're we find a couple of different uh, elevators, transveyances. One of them is looks almost like an organ, uh, like, a, like a small, like a large intestine that you get into, and it really uncomfortably like muscles you upwards. <laughs>
3: uh, it's disgusting. Yeah, and poos you out
0: the top, and. Uh, Arjo, you're flicking around. uh, except you you had a long, uncomfortable time where you were just in a camera that watched the organ move a bulge like a snake swallowing in reverse.
1: What Uh, animals did I see? uh,
0: this one didn't have one. This one had this one had Uh, a
3: shocking twist.
0: A pervy old guy sitting in a bush (laughs) that was just watching.
1: (laughs) I wanna go I wanna go shake my fist at that guy.
0: Uh, he, he's you chastise him properly. Okay. He's, he's, he, he's, ashamed of himself. He's still jerking it though. He's the, he's just it's the way he was programmed, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's, he's a digital voyeur, and he. So you uh, flick around between different systems, and you eventually arrive in a very large space. Uh, it appears to be the center of the uh, creature upwards in its chest and uh, the place that provides all the power for this massive complex. And what is within are three uh, spheres set into some type of gyro that leaves them free floating, but able to apply force. Hmm. And within these spheres, is a six-legged creature. If you ever seen a water bear, those little microscopic creatures that are everywhere and mm-hmm. can survive deep uh, space and radiation and all sorts of shit.
3: Are you referring to the tardigrade?
0: Oh, yeah, I am. If oh, you've okay. seen Cosmos, which everybody should.
3: <laughs> I did.
0: Uh, these look like massive tardigrades, and they're running in uh, sequence and providing energy that's just flowing out in massive cables to the rest of the machine uh, and also in the very center of this heart is a giant stack of CPU units like old ones like ones that we would recognize <laughs> uh, it's it's weird it's very off-putting why something like that would be in the middle of the, as the central processing unit hmm. but uh that's in the center of this massive cathedral-sized room, and uh, the, the, some, the tardigrades will stop at points, and ships are flying in from every direction uh, through different portholes, and they drop off organic matter uh, of different kinds. One of them drops off just a giant dumpster full of fish, and uh, the tardigrade devours that and then goes back to running... And uh, one of them drops off a carload of people,
4: <sighs> and ah!
0: Tardigrade moves to devour these unsuspecting villagers. Actually, they look like they're city folk. They look oh. very bourgeoisly dressed. Oh, well, I'll I'll die! Fuck
4: those guys then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're they hipsters. All of them have giant. Like the like the Tron thing, like the Tron glowing circles, but they're gauged in their ears. <laughs>
3: One well, of them has
0: a hat that has a little planet floating around it.
3: People is people, and I don't want them to get eaten. Get ate. All right, Not... what
0: do you what do you do about it, though, Burke?
3: Burke here flies into action. He charges forward at the tardigrade before it can take a bite out of these people. And he's gonna bash stab it with his shields.
0: Uh, well, you have to break through the sphere, uh, unless you like the the, the little portcullis that uh, opens up to allow the organic matter to be dropped in is slowly closing. So make me a roll to get in there. Uh, meanwhile, Ardua, uh, if you uh, where do you want to go?
1: Oh, am I, and I'm in this room, this heart uh, tardigrade room. <laughs>
0: Harder grade, yes. Hard You're of in grades? the harder grade chamber.
1: I don't. What kind of things can I travel to here? Can I sense it?
0: You can travel to a lot of different things. You can travel to the central uh, processing unit. You could jump to any of the ships that are flying around, dropping off organics. Uh, there's different mechanisms Ooh. that are running everything. Angela,
2: make one of those machines bring me some fish sticks.
1: Okay. Uh, first <laughs> step is to uh, make a ship. Uh, shoot down towards uh, one of the tardigrade balls and hope that it has fish for, or wit or whatever. <laughs> that, yeah, that's definitely first. Okay, so uh, <laughs>
0: you jump into the ship, and it's a, it's a lovely meadow. Uh, there's a butterfly that's floating along uh, that's about the same size as you, and when it mm-hmm. sees you, it pulls a switchblade out with one of its hands <laughs> and fucking... Uh, this little juke and jive. Some tiny, cute things I need to fight. <laughs> and uh, with one of its other hands does the, like, come on and get some, bitch, gesture. I'm
1: punching with the face, I guess, because my mind bolts don't even matter. So let's just straight up punch him. I rolled a two.
0: All right. it You go for a punch, and it's like a big, heavy haymaker. And it just it grabs you by the arm and just two stabs of shanks. Prison Ooh. style right in the side. Oh uh, yeah. so take uh, five points of intelligence damage. Ah oh, okay. <laughs> oh my my intelligence. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it, it's it's just stabbing the shit out of you.
3: Uh, <laughs> by the way, Burke, you're trying to get into that cage or the spear, he rolled a three.
0: All right, so you slam right against the sphere, and it, it, in a cartoonish fashion, you it begins it devours the people, the hipsters, <laughs> and starts to run. In and a cartoonish Berg is just, fashion, you're stuck to the side of it as you go in different directions, like Whoa, and you're you're spun all about.
2: Oh god! And
0: or uh, what do you want to do? Oh, uh,
2: it's going to take a more traditional route, um, and. Uh... How high up are these uh, monstrosities off of the ground?
0: Uh, they, they're like in a pit below you. Like you're basically oh. on the level with uh, the tops of them as they spin. Uh, they're in like a massive pit that has the CPU rising from the center.
2: Got it. Uh, I don't think that um, these guys are probably well suited to physical combat. They are just here to run really fast, although I guess that means they have muscles, but Arwit, Arwit's already committed to this plan. <laughs> um, he's uh, imbuing his staff with lightning, because that looks really, really cool, and he's uh, jumping down, um, trying to just smack the nearest one on the head. All right. These, the, By the way, these are about, like, 100 feet long. I don't
0: know if I made that clear that they're hmm. massive. yeah uh, hmm. And sealed. All right, so you got, are you tr- you're trying to break through this, one of the spheres? Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, and I mean, I think the lightning's probably going to be doing most of the damage instead of the little stick, but like, you know, maybe that, yeah, maybe that breaches them and then I shock what's within. All right, make me, make me a roll there, early let's, let's apply some uh, speed effort here. That's a 14.
0: All right, so you uh, stab at the spear, uh, it, and as it spins, you shock it with a massive jolt of electricity and it starts to spin faster than the tardigrade can move yeah and uh the tardigrade like starts to stumble its legs get caught into each other and then it does the same thing that burke's doing on the uh different (laughs) one but on the inside where it's just being thrown around inside and getting bruised and bumped around and uh clearly excellent one of the there's uh three columns of lights up the side of the cpu and uh the one that's attached to this tardigrade starts to like lower down and is a very obvious power bar uh that's decreasing
4: boom, 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 and
0: uh burke uh you are toss free down into the bottom of the pit uh <laughs> make me a uh, roll to land softly and then uh, roll to do whatever you'd like to do
3: you rolled a two <laughs>
0: You crash land hard, uh, and we give you uh, another four points of physical damage.
3: Oh, Jesus. I'm not doing Uh, so hard. uh,
0: And as you crash into the next to the CPU, his figure steps out, uh, and it it looks like a man with a cowl on, uh, but is holding a sword of just purest darkness. Uh, purest darkness. Yeah, just complete shadow, um, <clears throat> like captured into the shape of a blade, and he steps towards you without a word and just raises his uh, sword in a fencer's salute. At me? Yeah.
3: Um, I raise my shield in a fencer's Berk, salute. Use
2: your shield.
0: Yeah, why did it take you that long? I assumed you were going to be like, I have a shield. Like,
2: yes, there you well, go.
3: Well, he's, he's saluting me. He's not attacking me. I'm like, maybe what? he's a buddy. He has a
2: sword. What possible course of action could I take?
3: I don't know. You can do all sorts of things with swords. You can knight people, and you can <laughs> kill people. And, That's all really right. the two. It's I'm going gonna, gonna to shield up. I'd roll all right, 12 so you, to shield up. you raise
0: your shields. Uh, and now we're at,
1: I believe, Ardua's turn. Okay, well, so I'm being stabbed by a butterfly right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, that is
1: apt. Can I just punch him right in the, like, face? No, I'm going to punch him in his little curly eye antenna things. <laughs> okay. No, I'm going gra- to grab him and rip him off. Ardua's not happy. Do, do it up. This is like the equivalent of, like, pulling your hair, but I guess more violent. I roll a nineteen. Nice. Alright, so you, you rip
0: its antenna off, tie it around its tie its legs together with an antenna, and then just uh, just curve-stop it to death on the ground. Whoa, it's, that's,
1: whoa, okay. It's
0: beautiful wings just fluttering <laughs> faintly and fainter until it's just like a, a goo smear Archie in the meadow. Uh, Apparently
1: I ended up some sort of bloodlust. I was going <laughs> to rip off its antenna, okay? You said it, you weren't
0: pleased. No, I
1: wasn't. Well, um, now I'm, I'm controlling one of these depositing cars, Right. Yeah, they, the it's a it looks a lot like the ship
0: that you uh, flew in. Okay, fly into the... the Shadow
1: Man, Shadow Sword Man.
0: <laughs> All right, so uh, what was gonna be an epic combat ends very quickly as a shuttle <laughs> just. Good thing uh, you had your shields raised as well, Burke, because there's a massive fiery explosion <laughs> as Arjo just slams the shuttle right onto <laughs> this guy and just crushes him, just vaporized. And a Woo! rolling fireball comes out More and fire. <laughs> uh, takes out the base of one of the tardigrades, and it the sphere starts rolling and bumps the other tardigrade off, and they <laughs> no. all start just free rolling around. So I want you to make uh, an avoidance for those, Burke. All right. And then it'll be Irwitt's turn.
3: Burke rolling nineteen.
0: Uh, you nimbly dodge and duck around them and then climb up the CPU to get out of the way as they destroy all the varied technology and they start to crack open the tardigrades are like Wah!
3: yep that's what they sound like.
0: Yeah and the ships go wild and start dropping uh, organic matter. It's literally raining dogs and cats <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, There's different animals flying everywhere and them our men. There's a a bunch of algae just drops directly on Irwit. And
2: Irwit is now your turn. Uh, Irwit is looking around. What sort of, where at this point is Irwit and what threats are nearest to him? Uh, Basically, there are not that many
0: threats left. The tardigrades are lost without a constant food source and spheres to run in. So they're freaking out, and you should try to avoid them.
2: But uh, there's no active threats going on currently. Uh, Erwitz, uh looking to just coup de grace this thing at that point, uh, and he's just going to raise a staff that he's decided that he's using for channeling lightning for the rest of his life because it's really <laughs> cool-looking. And uh, he's just, I'm, I'm, he's just going to blast off as much of that CPU core as he can. All right, uh, hit it up. Seven. You know. All
0: right, uh, so as the, the power levels were starting to drop, and as you shock it, they all zoom up into, like, the red, like too much power, and uh, in the middle of the space, like <sighs> a, you see a bunch of... No, it doesn't explode. It actually... Oh. A projector oh. starts up, and you see that <laughs> darkness <laughs> in the sky... That piece of the night that was darker than the rest Mm. uh, has grown into like a jagged tear. Mm. And uh, there's some, it's now slowly widening as uh, power surges upwards through some invisible connection from this guiding monument to whatever Colossus waits
1: beyond.
3: Uh, <laughs> guys, row. we keep fucking it up
1: again. And For those uh, keeping
2: track of the apocalypse count is now <laughs> at three.
4: <laughs>
0: no, impending to be three, impending. Mm. Uh, but Berg, as you climb up this uh p- tower, you can and uh, what you can see him reaching up towards uh, there's some type of control unit at the very top that uh, he is uh, ascending towards.
4: I am.
3: Ooh.
0: And uh, not in any combat turn order right now, but uh, Ardua, if you want to do anything, you you can no longer be in the butterfly meadow as it has been destroyed <laughs> in a cataclysm. Are
1: there any more, like, ships I can hop to? I like that. The sh- ability to fly. Uh, the ships have actually, since they
0: lost any kind of tracking, uh, as, you can, as you learn by talking to the other one, they're all like, oh,
1: hey, psh- oh, no, boosh,
0: and then just exploding <laughs>
1: around. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, did the CPU, that, is it still, like, shooting tons of energy into the evil sky void? It is, it's still controlling the
0: robot thing around it and drawing okay. whatever power it's sucking from the earth and shooting it up into the okay. sky. Okay,
1: it's time for me to enter into the CPU.
0: So, as you enter the CPU, it is darkness, but darkness with a dawn, and you are on a mountainside and coiled about the very peak of the mountain is a long serpentine dragon like you would see in ancient chinese scrolls with the long flowing mustachio whiskers like a catfish
2: that thing's probably wise as shit
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah but it's super smart and it's just watching the dawn break upon the horizon but it is a Dark red and bloody sun that rises
1: mm. Mm. well, I'm gonna go talk to him we'll ask him what he's all about.
0: I know you Oh uh, how do you do that? You have traveled far inside my domain.
1: Mm, yeah
0: <laughs> Who are you to challenge the rising?
1: I i mean, I'm Ardua, I think you already said you know who I am, um, well, uh, I mean, I, I meant, know like, the... intrinsically, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, what, what,
0: what merits do you bring to uh, challenge me?
1: You're no wordsmith over here. <laughs> okay, well, um, uh. I don't know what you're doing here, but you're bringing uh, you're bringing a lot of evil-looking things from the sky, and I don't really like that. Um, is, what, what's uh, what's all this sunrise thing about?
0: It's a mere construction. It is, is a ambivalent term.
1: Well you just you killed lots man. of people. Um, there were lots of people, and tortured and imprisoned some. I think it was you, and then we exploded and killed a lot of people. And then your tardigrades ate some people, and I don't think any of that's good, even if it's not evil. It's not good, I don't think.
0: Man had a purpose once. I give it back to him.
1: What's that He our calls
0: purpose? forth the cleansing.
1: That's all we do? That's not a lot of work.
2: All you were made to do. <laughs> we got that done in, like, an afternoon. Yeah, I
1: know. Like, we, we're, we shared a promotion, okay?
2: Ah, yes. You wish
0: some gift to be disposed Deposed, depose, no, bestowed. No.
1: Yes. Oh, the, oh. I, in
0: every though? language, this is the one I'm bad at,
4: okay? <laughs> no, you pick
0: one. Seriously? All right, fine. And uh, you guys are actually speaking, it, it, language is cyclical, so this has all been in ancient Sumerian. <laughs> uh, that's, the, that's the one that's come back into vogue recently in this part of new era. Uh, so, uh I give you the greatest gift of all little caller I give you the rising of your god
4: um. And that is
0: the that's those words also rumble forth from like every part of the machinery around you and Burke and hmm. uh, Erwitt the rising of your god
2: Are you talking
1: about
0: me no, no, there's no response to that.
1: <laughs> Archway is kind of like shuffling her feet again and, and kind of fiddling with her fingers. Just like, I just, I'm, I don't think we need a god. And also, it's really scary and you know, all the things you do in a kind of bad and evil. So I just, you guys should just go back to where you came from.
0: It cannot be undone.
1: Well, like, I mean, like, what about I... uh,
0: Burke? You, you reach the top of the tower. And Burke there's...
3: attains the summit.
4: <laughs> and
0: <laughs> at the summit, uh, you see something that looks almost like if, the, if someone was to make art of a coiled dragon out of some type of computer processing technology, that is what you see. And the eyes are very obviously some type of control mechanism.
3: I'm going to smash it. (laughs) Uh, Roll the smash. Yeah, Berkir believes in no god, but the god of the woods and the tiny forest critters.
0: I thought you hated god. I did? Yeah. Yeah.
2: That was like your thing.
3: No, the god of the woods. I hated a different god.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This god, maybe. Who knows?
3: This god. Also, like...
2: Also, like, in comparison to this god, all the other gods are suddenly seeming a lot better and <laughs> yeah. trying to blow up the
3: world. All right. Uh, Rolling to smash. I roll a 13.
0: All right. Uh, so you just destroy it, and uh, the dragon in Arduous world begins to uncoil, like, a ribbon from the base of the tail going on up, and it says, Ah... Uh... One more futile effort of man. How appropriate. And then Ah. it turns, the ribbon reaches its uh, mouth and it flows away on the breeze, but the sun continues to rise. It's pretty. So Ardua, within the mind of its dying servant, you can watch the god being banished. The sun is rising, but it also starts to close in around it like the iris of a glowing baleful eye. And the rift above the real world, the true world closes like a healing wound in space and time until a great light bursts forth, a single clawed finger like a sliver of moon pushing into this reality. It is joined by six more and another seven on the other side as the sky is slowly torn asunder. Hmm. So high above the world, this something is reaching through the rift, and though it was closing, you're tearing it back open.
3: Berkir is standing atop the tower summit, his beard flowing in the breeze, looking with dangerous uncertainty at the claws, and he doesn't know what to do.
0: Uh, Erwitt, uh, make me
2: a roll for Academia! <gasps> it turns out this thing's like a really angry dean of admissions or something. Irwitt's <laughs> got this shit.
0: Fourteen. Alright. Irwitt, you know that the fi that you can you recognize uh from your astrophysics uh, lecture that you TA'd. Uh that this... I actually
2: audited it. I told everybody I was TAing, I audited it.
0: <laughs> uh is that this uh, CPU core? Why it looks so old and like uh, very strange technology uh, compared to the rest of it? Is that it is also uh, some type of uh, orbital conveyance? It is essentially a rocket ship uh, mm-hmm. that, that could be converted into it uh, through some type of uh, modifications that you the addition do. of
2: electricity.
0: Yes. Uh, so, if you and, you you know where you can enter it, uh, at the base, if you want to meet Burke down there.
2: Burke, I believe this is some sort of rocket propulsion mechanism. I believe we may be able to, well, frankly, I don't know, but I don't like that thing that's coming through the sky very much.
3: Are you thinking what I'm thinking?
2: I'm going to be honest with you for the first time and tell you that I have not understood a single word you've said during our time together.
3: Oh, well, Let's... Erwitt, I apologize. I'll just speak in normal voice.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. Thank you. i keeping that accent up.
3: Uh, uh, Berkier conveys through a series of expressi- expressive uh, facial compositions that he believes they're gonna have to fly this thing into the rift.
2: I agree wholeheartedly.
0: The it, final
2: flight, of it Quendicott. It,
0: it turns I, out that the number of people needed to fly this ship is exactly our pilot and his trusty co-pilot. With an AI as the operating system.
1: Okay, I'm going to get a different AI, guys, okay? uh... (laughs) Go
2: find
4: us
1: one, Arjun.
3: Everything slows down and it's going in slow motion and this dramatic music starts playing. It's like one of the scenes from Interstellar where Matthew McConaughey is real sad and everyone's (laughs) getting in the rocket. Bring it back. I'm I'm sorry, sorry.
0: The giant guide robot splits open as a huge... Towering rocket ship flares with ancient chemical force. Actual rocket fuel burn to create the momentum needed to break free of the atmosphere and fly into the face of a god. With a roar like all the massed humanity that still lives, yours yet to be born, you rip free of the sky and slam into... The face of a god. I said it too early. (laughs) Claws like comets slip away from the rift above you, and the darkness swallows all.
1: So we help or would we not help? We don't even Uh, know. The
0: rift closed behind you. You guys stopped Uh, mm -hmm. the cleanser from coming through, but you are now in its dimension
1: with it. Oh, it's uh, downtown New York, uh, 1920. <laughs> and
0: now we're role playing fast talking mobsters. Uh, no, that was uh, the end of this series of New Monero. Uh, maybe we'll Sweet. come back if people want an encore. Uh, I will definitely be doing more stuff with you guys uh, coast to coast. Yeah. Righto. Uh, well, uh, I'm Patrick. I've been your GM. If you guys all want to salute off as your
2: names and your characters. My name's Eli. I was playing Erwitt Quendicott, who, who now believes he has ascended to the realm of the gods.
3: <laughs> this is Clayton. I was Berkir Vol, and I am utterly confused about my demise.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm Alex Atmore. I play Arjua and I am now uh, not certain that I'm uh, in anything other than just a different computer program. You know, more voids and darkness, whatever. It's been what I've been living in the whole time. <laughs> Boyd's and Darkness this series.
3: Hey, have you guys ever seen that uh you guys know that one movie like The Matrix? Fucking
4: laser beam. <laughs>